At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back in hour number three, primetime action from the South Point Sportsbook Studio here in Las Vegas. Back with Matt Brown, Kelly Midland behind the glass. I'm Ben Wilson. Uh, we are we are enjoying ourselves, Matt. On a Tuesday night, we are, fans are wanting pictures. Apparently, there's and there's runs being scored. So, <laughs> runs are being know? scored. A lot is yes, a lot is happening. Got a busy uh, night in uh, the baseball card. We'll talk Wimbledon a little bit later this hour. We'll talk some NFL, more season long props. In addition to all that, and for right now, we're going to talk some golf. It's not exactly the most glamorous card we've ever seen, Matt. Yeah, it's not. But, you know, but, look, but, 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 maybe there's but, value to be had. I, there's definitely value to be had. The John Deere Classic, the PGA event, this week. And to talk about that with us, it's John Hasselbauer, who you follow on Twitter, at PGA. Tout does great work uh, all over the place. DFS content, PGA betting as well for the lines. And uh, it's great to see you uh, once again here, John, joining us on the show. And I'm sure for the casual better, it's like, okay, what Adam Hadwin, really? He's, he's going to be the guy at the top of the card. But I'm sure, as you do every week, no matter what the event is, you're going to be finding value. Uh, f- first off, for an event like this that appears to be on the surface so diluted, what is your general plan of attack when you're looking at a tournament like this? Yeah, first of all, thank you guys for having me back. Excited to be talking about my namesake tournament. Half to, mm. that's the only thing really that I'm excited about is that my name's in it. And there it's, you go. it's kind of it's kind of <laughs> defamation really for for John's out there to Definitely. be associated with this, but we make we make the best of it. Um I think the game plan really is uh, you know, Daniel Berger was the odds on favorite and he withdrew, and that's why we're seeing Adam Hadwin now at ten to one, which is kind of wild. Um the game plan is really if you see an event this week with top tier names in it be prepared to jump uh when that player withdraws because there was some really good value yesterday um as soon as burger withdrew you knew those odds were going to drop i actually got on had when he was 20 to 1 i think some books if you shop around you might be able to still see an 18 um but yeah i think that's rule number one when you get these really weak fields and just one player drops you're going to see a lot of of value kind of come down so it's a good time to get your your card filled out early in the week. John, what are we looking at as far as the course here and how do you think it's going to play? I mean, we went from obviously two weeks ago, incredibly tough scoring conditions to this past week in which we see guys just, you know, making birdies and and, and going low all over the place. What are we looking at this week from from this course and from a scoring standpoint? Yeah, it will be easier. Definitely a birdie fest here. We've seen 
uh, 20 under par regularly at this tournament. I, I want to say it's like eight, uh, 10 of the last 12 events have been 20 under par. Um, and it's been a while on the PGA tour since we've seen a pure birdie fest like that. So, um, definitely looking at guys who can go low in easy scoring conditions, guys who might've peaked on the fall swing to start the season, who maybe if they're in a little bit of a rut in the more difficult, um, courses, you can kind of overlook that for the birdie makers who can exploit an easier course. The fairways are very wide, um, but it is still important to play out of them. So this is a course where if you're not very long off the tee, you can still get away with it. You definitely want to be more accurate than long here. Um, and yeah, you just want to make a, a bunch of birdies. So um, there are some characteristics that will translate from the, tr from the travelers last week. I actually think TPC River Highlands is one of the better comps to this course. It's just really a, an easier version of TPC River Highlands. So if you played well last week, um, I actually think this is a, a setup that could, uh, you know, favor those players to continue to tap into the same sort of game plan. And so you, John, saying that makes me immediately think, all right, what what are we supposed to get out of Heath Gala, who certainly did take advantage of, of what we saw last week at the Travelers, only to then have one of the more ridiculous choke jobs we have seen in quite some time on the PGA Tour with his double on 18. Where do you stand on a guy like that who clearly, based on what you're saying, should feature pretty well for this course, but is coming off of one of the more devastating outcomes of his career, at least, on the 18th hole after what we have saw, I mean, Mito Pereira has at least in some forms been able to bounce back after his disastrous ending to the PGA Championship. Where do you sit on a guy like Thigala? Is there, is there any reason to want to back him this week? Yeah, I would say um, in a normal field, Sahith would be uh, an avoid for the emotional letdown. But I think you walk into a field like this and you say, I almost won a PGA tournament. I lost to Xander Shoffley. And there's not nobody even close to his caliber in this field. So if I just go back to everything I did right for the first, you know, 71 holes of that tournament, uh, I can be a PGA champion for the first time. And this is a this is an event where we've seen uh, players kind of make their mark on the tour. This was Jordan Spieth's first win. This was Bryson DeChambeau's first win. So you can get your first win here because it typically has been a weaker field, um, but it's an opportunity for these young. Uh, rookies on the tour to really get that monkey off their back and, and get their first win. So Sahith actually is on my card. It was a value bet for me before the Daniel Berger withdrawal. Um, I got him at 35 to one. I think I thought that was a good number where he is currently. I wouldn't jump at it mm -hmm. seeing that 25. But um, like I said, that you can bring a similar game plan that you brought to River Highlands and have similar success on this course. So, John, whenever we take a look, I mean, every week, any of us that, that run models, any of us that do that type of stuff, you know, obviously approach game is always going to be high in, in, in all that. So, like, let's just take that out of what we're what we're looking at this week because it seems to be something we look at every single week, and rightfully so. So what other types of qualities are you really looking for here in a golfer, I mean, you said you don't have to be necessarily long. So are you just kind of doing away with driving distance in, in your models and things that you're looking at? Or is it, a, you know, around the green? What, what, what are you looking at? Yeah, uh, good drives gained is like a fantasy national stat. If you really get into it, that's players who are hitting greens and regulation at a high clip from their fair, their drives, both on the fairway or just off of it. So it helps you weed out players who might have to punch out, who are erratic, who are hitting into hazards. It is still tree-lined, although it, it's an easy scoring setup. You do have to make sure that you're creating the right angles. So good drives gained is is a stat that I, that I like for anybody that uses Fantasy National. Otherwise, just birdie or better gain, guys who can give themselves opportunities, strokes gain total on easy scoring courses, um, approach like we mentioned, uh, just like from a profile standpoint, just accurate ball strikers, guys who may not have the, the most distance, but you can rely on them to repeatedly hit fairways and not get close to the, to the pin. Um, it's also a course where putting is not very difficult. Um, we've seen like just putting difficulty amount of putts made from whether it's inside five or 15 plus feet. Uh, it's, it's made at a pretty high rate here. So I think that also balances where you don't need to have a putting specialist here. You can, you can go for kind of middling putters who are, you know, really strong tee to green players, but not necessarily you know, known for putting expertise. Once again, give him a follow at PGA Tout. As far as the card, I know we've talked about a couple of these guys who you certainly like and have had value. What is going to be uh, on your card here at the end of the day as we get ready for the John Deere? 
Yeah, whenever we have an early withdrawal, I get the card done quick. <laughs> so all my bets were made right uh, before Burger withdrew. So my card is Hadwin at 20, uh, Thagala at 35, Patrick Rogers at 45, JT Poston at 80, and Alex Smalley at 80. Uh, so coincidentally, uh, the two runner-ups of uh, the Travelers ended up on my card. Uh, that's not really how I drew it up, but that is where I saw a lot of value this week and, and definitely was quick to pull the trigger after the the, the burger withdrawal. John, in a, in a field like this where we don't have, you know, dominant golfers, really a, a lot of those guys, in a field like this where we, you know, in a course like this where you say you expect it to be low scoring, you expect there to be a ton of birdies and stuff like that, is is it? Would you recommend to a better who wants to get in? Let's just say at, at today's odds, right? Like you know, not after these withdrawals and stuff. At today's odds, would you recommend playing like further down the card here? Some of these longer ish shots, because again, we know there are some guys that you know, if if the world aligns, right? Like they make they can make a lot of birdies in three, like three or four days in a row, something like that. Is is that kind of a strategy that you you would recommend? Uh, yeah, definitely. I would say be careful about how far down you go, um, because when the when the field is weak, it's really uh, sort of a bell curve of the guys at the very bottom here are really not tour caliber. So there's going to be guys who are, you know, 200 to one that really have no chance to win this week. Whereas, you know, on a full field, there's really talented players who are 200 to one that that might be more viable. And we're not as concerned about the win equity at the top of the field this week. But I would say that like. 65 to 100 range is still very viable. If you just want to spray a bunch of long shots this week in that range, I think there's still plenty of value there. Ben Crane and Kevin Stadler right now are just, you know, they, they just need bulletin board material here from, from one John Hasworth. Like, what? We can't win this tournament? Come on. This is the John Deere. We, we can certainly do it. Uh, John, it's always a pleasure to, uh, to have you join us. And, and, of course, we have the, uh, the Open Championship then to follow this and coming up as we sit here now, again, a week and a half away from uh, going, to, uh, going across the pond here. Anything you've already got in pocket or any players you're, you're owning in on as we get to closer and closer to the Open Championship? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to be a little patient with with the the major odds and trying to wait for the week of the open to take advantage of some odds promos on uh, sports books available in New Jersey where I am. But um, it, it, I think the only future I have right now is actually on Victor Perez at 150 to one. Uh, he won once on the Euro Tour, almost won in back to back weeks and actually moved to like right down the block of the old course uh, fairly recently. So a little hometown narrative for him. Um, and he won the Alfred Dunhill links all uh, with the final round played at St. Andrews. So he knows how to play that course. Um, so I like him as a bomb. I think he's pretty much still available at that number, but that's really the only guy on my card. I like Rory a ton. Um, I think he's the odds on favorite for good reason. I, you know, forget what he did to, catapults himself out of contention at the travelers. He's still a perfect fit there. Um, and you know, it's going to be a hard one to narrow down the card at the open because it is wide open and there are a lot of different ways you can attack that. Course. No doubt. Heading back to get to the old course. Rory Macker eight to one at DraftKings. Uh, Victor Perez, a hundred to one, but again, shop around. You can probably find him in that 150 uh, to one range. Again, you see his work for the lines, PGA betting DFS content. You give him a follow at PGA town, John Hasselbauer, John, always a pleasure. Thanks again for stopping by and joining us once again here on the show. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. We've got more Wimbledon to discuss, Matt. We've got NFL season-long props. We've got like we've got a lot. And we've got Major League Baseball to update on the other side. I know tomorrow you, Kelly Bidlin, and Jeff Parles are going to do a little golf draft. See if we can do yes. better. See if we can do better than this week. And that is all still to come in our final hour right here on Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The VSIN Summer Special is here for only $19. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VSIN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke on Major League Baseball. NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer. So we asked for runs for Brandon Woodruff. They got runs. They got runs. Four of them to for be Brandon Woodruff. Uh, Shane Boz was putting together a very good start. They pulled him, I assume, because 95 pitches. He's a young I'm gonna, pitcher. I'm going to go out and assume the same thing. Um, yes. Put in Matt Whistler. Matt Whistler promptly gives up four hits, three earned, two of which uh, two of those four hits left the yard. Andrew McCutcheon, <laughs> uh, Urias left as well, and uh, now four to one. So Woodruff goes from uh, hard luck. Hard luck, either no decision or hard luck loser to uh, in position to get a win here. As we mentioned, only five innings, uh, I mean, only 76 pitches for Woodruff through five innings. So he'll at least get one, maybe two more here for the Brewers. First of a two-game series there. Brief interleague set between the Brewers and the Rays. Rockies have have tied it, and actually each team has scored one run in each of the first four half innings of this game. So 2-2 right now. They are still in the bottom of the second, so not a sharp outing at all so far for Clayton Kershaw as Randall Grichuk just homered on a fly to left, and there's already another runner on with nobody out. So maybe, Kelly, you're going to get a little, little, little Dodger up in-game potential action here. Um, also, by doing that read, Matt, reminded me, you have a, I believe you have a USFL future that is still uh, live going to the championship game. Yeah, he does. That you don't even y- know exists. Yes. Philadelphia Stars. Matt's like, give me some help. The, give yes, me some help. the Versus championship X-team. game, which is... <laughs> Sunday, I think, or Saturday? Saturday? It is this weekend. Yeah. It is this weekend. It's Saturday oh. or Sunday. I'm going to watch it, I guess, then. You've got a few. Do they just play one game, or is it like a two out of three or something? Or what, how do they? It's, it's, it's football. The, it's, it's, I, I, they're doing things differently. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what they're, you know, I don't know what's going on. I would, I, I would assume one game. I don't know the location. I don't know the opponent these stars are playing. You know what, but, I, you know what I think I saw? So every single game this year has been in Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah, except the playoffs are not. Except the champion. Yeah, the playoffs and the championship because of some sort of, I don't know, stadium scheduling conflict. Who are they playing? like a genius thing. Uh, I don't know. Give me but a minute. You've got, uh, you've got, we have the graphic here. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah, that's Twilight, Matt. <laughs> that's yeah. Can we show that? You have the. Oh, but that, so that was found from what? Uh, deep Instagram? Is that they're, where we got that from? It's the Birmingham yeah. Stallions. Oh, they're four first. and a half point dogs, my team. Yes, they are. First, the Philadelphia Stars, Birmingham Stallions laying four and a half, total set at 45. Ah, brutal. Wow. In game. 
I mean, yeah, I guess I can try and hedge out of this. <laughs> I think you let it ride. And I the, definitely uh, let it ride. I didn't even know they were in the game. You didn't even know they were there. I definitely, no, I definitely let it ride. This I didn't even know they were last, when the game was. Like, we could be playing an elaborate joke on you. This game yeah. could have been last week. They could have lost in heartbreaking fashion in double It overtime. is Sunday. It is, sun- it is Sunday. Sunday, so. 7.30 Eastern in Canton, Ohio. That is right. It's a good Canton, spot for Ohio. football. All right. Great spot for football. So just, just have that on the radar, Matt. Four and a half is a steal. <laughs> Should take this, take the stars all day at four and a half. Stars all day at four and a half. Yeah. And we got Eric here on Thursday night show. He'll be touching on this game a bit. Cannot wait. And that's a Are great you being story. serious? Yeah. Am- serious amongst other topics we're going to discuss with him. Yes. Amongst, all right. Amongst other. Topics. He really is going to talk USFL? He's been bended, I think. Okay. Wow. I wonder how much money my stars have made him. <laughs> I don't know. Considering they, I mean, that was one of the long shots entering the year. So I mean, your, the, your strategy of let me just bet a team that because we have no idea what these teams will look like, let me just bet them at long odds. That's actually worked out. So good on you. We could say that that's how it went. Really, it was just we had so we had a guest on who said that he liked them, and I said okay, then I like them too. I was trying to uh, give you that. That would be Cody Main uh, from Established the Run. I also reached out to him today. I'm like, hey, uh, you want to come on Friday and talk about it because we made one bet on this show based off of your suggestion <laughs> preseason. I thought it would be appropriate to bring you back for the last game of the year. Was he like, no, I'm I'm jammed. He hasn't texted me back yet. So many re- <laughs> I have so many media requests from around the country because everybody's been watching and talking. Yeah, about he's like, yeah, I don't have anything. We do have first pitches to come. So if you want to yes. play White Sox and Angels, that is Johnny Cueto and Chase Silseth. Uh, Silseth and the Angels are minus 125 home favorites over Cueto and the White Sox. They are plus 105 if you want the road underdog. Eight and a half is the total. Padres and Diamondbacks, Sean Manaya, Zach Gallen. This is still a coin flip, 110 on both sides. So you can take the Padres or the Diamondbacks here for the same amount. Seven and a half is the total. 645 Pacific, 945 Eastern. We've got the Tigers and the Giants. Tariq Skubal, Carlos Rodon. Rodon and the Giants, minus 210 home favorites over Skubal and the Tigers. They are plus 180 on the road as underdogs. Seven the total. And then final first pitch of the evening, 10-10 Eastern, 7-10 Pacific. We've got the Orioles and the Mariners, Dean Creamer and Robbie Ray. Creamer and the Orioles are plus 145 road underdogs, minus 170 on Ray and the Mariners as home favorites. Seven and a half is the total. I do have a small play on the Orioles in this one. Um, Bats are hot right now. Robbie Ray, certainly not the Robbie Ray of old. And Dean Creamer's actually Mm -hmm. been really good here of late for this team. So I'll ride the hot streak here. Adley Rutschman, uh, one of the highest rated prospects in a long, long time at the catcher position for the Orioles. Got called up, struggled for a while. He's actually started hitting the ball really well. And uh, last time I checked, this Orioles team still has Mount Castle, so it doesn't matter. He's in the lineup. So you were so win. excited last night when you hit that win. home run. Have like, you been firing any time home run every game since we, me and you had that conversation? I know it was just like we, we thought we saw the hit. What was it? Six to one. We kind of crunched the numbers. We thought the math was a little off for yeah. like if you just bet that every, every single yeah. game, <laughs> you would need Mount Castle to hit twenty-seven homers over the course of the season to break even. And anything over twenty-seven, you're going to come out. You're in a profit. Be very, very. Yeah. Wow. So, I can tell the like you. You'll be staying. That's all you're going to be watching as soon as we get done. It's going to be locked in. Yeah, of course, of course. You you have to. I mean, I, I am I am a I'm a pseudo Orioles fan. Pseudo. Or- yeah. Can we just point out as well that it were the Orioles to be in the AL Central at this point, they would only be six games out yeah. of first place. Yeah. I mean, it's a to- it's a totally real baseball team. Yeah. They they are I think um, so far and again they there's only a couple days left. If they were to close this out, this will be their first winning month. I think in like six years or something like that. I believe they wow. clinched that today. They clinched oh, okay. their it was their first first winning month since I want to say early 2017. Yeah. So yeah, oh, yeah five plus years now. I, I guess a good note from Isaiah Captain Buzzkill wrinkle downstairs on our uh, Mount Castle. I. Uh, thought would be there you know there would be some games where he might have multiple home run games so you might need more than 27 to break even so true factual captain true. thanks captain I, I like that that's i mean <laughs> yeah. can we keep here's I the thing mount castles he typically only likes to hit one a game 
Like, Scientific fact, yeah. We've texted back and forth. And we DM. He's, he's like, like, once like, I hit one, I've just, yeah, you know, I've like, celebrated I, so I'd much. I'd rather hit a double yeah. after that. He's usually you know? satisfied after one. He's like, all right, yeah. I'm good. I'm he's, going, he's going for the cycle after yeah, he gets yeah. one. We all know that. Yeah, he's just, looking for triples. To start betting anytime cycle. So maybe we need 29 out of him. So, and, lo- and looking at the best number, you can still get uh, buck. 50 on uh, a couple of different books, actually. Um, 150 on the Orioles. What's interesting about this Manaya gown matchup, Matt, in Padres Diamondbacks, is these two pitchers just squared off. We just had both of them face the, the opposing team in each of their last starts. And uh, Gallon struck out, who's you know, had a really nice year. Uh, Diamondbacks he, he's ca- having a really good year. I mean, yeah. kind of in that same mold as the Orioles, where you're, you're just screwed. You're in a really, really tough division. But their win total coming into the year was, I believe, 63 and a half, Matt. And the Diamondbacks, I mean, they're 33 and 41. Again, they're, I mean, they're, they're, they would be in a number of these other divisional races, but because it's the NOS, they're not. Gallon struck out 11 Padres in his last start, which was against San Diego. And, I mean, Manaya was solid as well. Had a quality start, two earned in six innings. So it's always interesting. We saw this happen yesterday where Tristan McKenzie and Sonny Gray were each hammered last week in Minnesota facing against those opposing teams, faced off against each other yesterday, and we had another uh, major total go way, way over in that game. So I wonder, you look at the total right now, sitting at uh, seven and a half, a little over juice, totally respect that. If anything, I'd be looking under here with those two pitchers in very, very good form. Yeah, um, one of the things we were talking about last night, and you know, I, I lucked, I, I won't say lucked into, but anyway, was, was fortunate in a win on the Angels was because it was a fade of Lucas Giolito. Giolito actually, Giolito actually had a pretty decent start for them last night. Now the K, the, the thing I think is the most concerning with him is he's a he's a high K rate pitcher, and the K's have been way down. Like the strikeouts have been way down over this rough patch for him. And so again, I don't know if he's quite right or whatever, but the. The handicap there was the fate of Giolito, and that actually was not what played out, right? And so um, tonight with Cueto on the hill, it's still a pretty decent lean to me, actually, with the Angels. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm looking at the lineup. It is Ward, Trout, Otani, Walsh. And so, again, as, as long as those four guys are in the lineup at the top, that's what I would be looking for as long as I'm not losing one of those uh, one of those big bats. And so, uh, oh, and the Red Sox have tied it up. Yeah. Ooh, up there against off. the Blue Jays. Looks like a ref Snyder home run there. Yep. You don't so, have a primetime action uh, saying for ref Snyder? No, he's not, no, he's not quite no, on the we're, not, we're not a fan of him. We might have to start one. I didn't know that guy's name, that guy existed. Ryan Ruff Snyder? Ruff Snyder? Ruff Snyder. What a name. What a name. That, that is very interesting. Uh, well, everything you just said, Matt, on, on the MLB. We'll come back, talk some NFL highest and lowest scoring teams in 2022. That's next. Ice cold beers, cold, hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly as you're about to come back from break. Uh, Matt Brown said, I think Kyle Schwarber just got one. Yes. And I looked up, and it appears he did. Tie ball game Bang. in Solo Philly. Home. Yeah, 3-3. to three. Wow. Schwarber, it was a no-doubter. The pitcher knew it as soon as it went off the bat. Classic. As well, 420-some-odd feet to dead center for Kyle Schwarber. 3-3 three to three there in, again, like, you know, we said, if you can hold steady while Harper is out, and then you know that he would be coming back mm-hmm. for any sort of push for to try to make the playoffs or something like that. But this is just this is going to be a pretty important stretch here for this Phillies team to not fall too far out of it to where no bringing doubt. him back is is not worth it, you know. And so um anyway, big ish game here for them three to three there in the bottom of the seventh on a I mean, just a, is a missile yeah. de- to dead center there from Schwarber. It is a big-ish game. Phillies mm-hmm. now minus 170 live, 8.5 live total. Juice to the under 3-3 three, three, bottom of the 7th. Pirates have tied it up now. 1-1 one, one going to the bottom of the 8th. Pirates and the Nationals. And here's your all right, here's your chance tonight, Kelly. Nah, it's not. I know. I just got excited by it. What? what? The Dodgers. Dodgers? Is that they what just, you, you yeah. going to bring up? They just gave up. Uh, yeah. They just, yeah. Four two. We're heading to the top of the third. Fred, Freddie Freeman at bat right now. Uh, this is. Uh, it's a pick 'em. I'm seeing. <laughs> yes, exactly. I just looked at the live odds. I'm like, oh, they're down two runs and they're minus 105. Cool. Fourteen. This is one of the. This has all the feels. Like it's 14 and a half over minus 20. Six runs scored through 
four half innings. Like this has all the makings of a classic Coors, like eleven to seven type game. Rough night of it for Heasley and the Royals. He goes three and two thirds, nine hits, seven earned uh, there for the uh, Royals pitcher. So the Rangers here. Three spot in the top of the third, three spot in the top of the fourth to take a seven to one lead over the Royals there. And again, like kind of one of these teams here, Rangers lurking around 500, you know, sitting at 35 and 37. Got some pretty decent bats in that lineup as well. So we'll, uh, we'll certainly keep an eye on, on that team over the next month or so to see if there's any chance that they can put themselves in a, in a position for, as you mentioned, an expanded playoffs. Um, I know the Texas were one. Texas, the the Rangers, were one of those teams. A lot of people were talking about for for the season started as maybe kind of a potential sleeper team. Mm-hmm. Um, the pitching has has been much better than expected, and of course, uh, you know they've got some big bats in that lineup. Not necessarily hit for average guys, really. <laughs> you know when yes. you've got you know when you've got Simeon and you've got Calhoun, and you've got Garcia and stuff like that. Uh, Weirdly enough, Corey Seager is having a, a down year uh, biggest for them. Free agent yeah, yeah, right. to a 232 average for him on the season. But again, kind of hanging around, lurking in that 500 range, and they have uh, they've taken a big lead there on the Royals. They have. Baseball is a tough spot to board. I mean, to bet it just it just it just mm-hmm. is. And tonight, Marlins' first five goes down in flames. They were up three nothing going to the bottom of the fourth. Up three one going to the bottom of the fifth. And they just completely disintegrate here. In the process, Paul Goldschmidt singles on, this is described as a pop-up deflected by the second baseman, John Birdie. So I can only imagine what actually happened there since we missed seeing that live. But Goldschmidt, 65th run batted in the season. He now in some odds boards is even money, plus 100 to win NL MVP. Cardinals, four runs in the fifth, 5-3 lead after five. Yeah, with his... With his one for two night and a walk so far, not only has increased the average to 348, but the OBP's up at 431. Oh. Um, just just yeah. insanity to go along with, as you mentioned, not only the the power and the home runs that he's hitting, but uh, the, the the RBI potential as well. This Cardinal squad, no matter what, every single year no seems like what. they figure out how to get it done. 42 and 34 on the season. Dylan Carlson has started to come around for them as well. Super highly touted prospect. This is kind of a post-hype sleeper situation. He was really, really popular two years ago. Last year was supposed to be the breakout season. Didn't happen there. But, you know, here we have a a nice 259 average for him. You know, 326 OBP. So he's taken some walks as well. Getting on base. He actually stole his fourth base of the year so far tonight. And so getting some help there. And of course, Donovan, since they've called him up, all he's done is hit as well. Uh, yep, it's the same way. So they've, they've gotten some fortunate stuff. You would think that maybe some of these rookies, some of these guys, some of these younger guys might be slowing down as the season progresses just because we tend to hit this kind of rookie wall. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, you still have some some big-time veterans there in Goldschmidt, in Arenado, in Pujols to kind of like hold these guys together. Tommy Edmond, of course, is, is in there as well. So I do like the makeup of this Cardinals team. You do think that maybe there's some regression on the pitching standpoint when that would be you're the getting, issue. yeah, when you're when you're getting as much as you're getting out of this pitching staff. But Goldschmidt, 199 WRC plus, and to put that in perspective, Bryce Harper was at a 201 WRC yeah. plus through the month of June before uh, his injury. Just absolutely ridiculous numbers. What uh, Paul Goldschmidt is putting up. Let us transition. Get a little more NFL talking before we wrap up the show tonight. We'll be back tomorrow. We have more uh, 32 teams and 32 shows. We'll continue on breaking down the AFC West tomorrow, but a couple of fun season-long props, Matt. Highest and lowest scoring team. Odds to be the highest scoring team this year in the National Football League would be the Super Bowl favorites right now at most shops. The Buffalo Bills plus 550. Bucks are the leading team out of the NFC at 8-1 to joined by the Chargers, a team we just discussed. Then the Chiefs, who we are going to discuss later on this week, and then a bunch of options there in the mid-double-digit range. Anything standing out to you on this list? I think one of the more inter- interesting ways to go about this is to try and figure out these teams that we feel like are going to have really good offenses but might have middle-of-the-road yeah. defenses to where you have to keep your foot on the gas and you have to keep scoring throughout the course of the game. As And so it's easy to kind of look at the Bills and say, oh, it's the Bills, you know, whatever. But I think there can be a lot of opportunities for the Bills to kind of run clock out in games. Like, I think the Bills are going to get leads early in games and and find themselves in plenty of situations throughout the course of the season where they don't have to keep their foot on the gas, right? And so 
for me, I'm I'm kind of looking more in that middle-ish range where, you know, do we think the Cowboys offense without an Amari Cooper, with CeeDee Lamb having to step up as the number one wide receiver there for them, getting Gallup back and whatnot, is is that a good enough team? The Bengals, obviously, is another one, right? I mean, one of the very best offenses maybe we see in the in the NFL this season. And you get a, a revamped offensive line. So as good as they were this past year in putting the ball in the end zone, should be even better with an offensive line that can actually keep Joe Burrow upright. But the defense, while they did address the defense a little bit, it was really the revamping of the offensive line that they did, not necessarily on the defensive side. And so you could certainly point a finger maybe to a team like that as well. I don't think the offensive potential is going to be there for the Browns without Deshaun Watson, so I wouldn't go there. Ravens too run heavy for me, so I wouldn't go there on them either. I think the Broncos certainly are, are, are at least mildly intriguing, right, if we think that Russell Wilson is going to bring a, a ton there for them. So I don't like any of the teams really at the the top as much as I do mm-hmm. more in that middle-ish. I think they're, yeah, the one that, that I circled in, Isaiah, Isaiah, Captain Buzzkill, Buzzkill thought Frankel was going to roll course. his eyes at this one, but Vikings, at which isn't yeah. even on here, they are uh, are on our graphic, they are 20 to 1 in this market, but I kind of thought the same way you were, you were thinking about it, Matt, and then you also think, you know, not that tough a division, right? You should be able to run it up on the Bears and Lions a couple times, you would think. Maybe you get into some shootouts with the Packers, actually. Yeah. So, I, I don't That was I, the one. Kelly, I, um, I actually said earlier today, I, I, I we were talking most passing yards prop, which is somewhat correlated. I get, I said Kirk Cousins 20 to 1 for most, uh, sorry, for, yeah, for most passing yards. Like that would, mm-hmm. I, there's a path there. And that obviously correlates to exactly um, everything. You're yeah, saying. I mean, I, I guess the only concern is if, you know, especially those games, Lions and Bears. Does it just become turn around and hand the ball off to Delvin Cook, and that's good enough to you know to get the job done? But I, yeah, I, I, I like that, Ben. I think the same kind of reason goes along with that. I think the Bills are the deserving short shot. No, 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 for for sure. Yeah, it's just there. There is a there. But a, how many games are they going to get? There's in? a very yeah. likely scenario. Well, yeah, that they're that they're so good that it actually works against you in. In a in a bet like this, right, yeah. where they're sitting, you know, they're up twenty four nothing or twenty four three in a game, and it's kind of like, okay, we're just going to run. Right, the, you know, we're just there run are the there are three teams of of this list we have who were bottom half defensive DVOA teams from last season: Chiefs, Packers, Bengals. Yeah, so those could be those would be three teams if you're looking to go that route, at least based on the numbers from last year, and mm-hmm. depending on how you think those numbers or defenses. Uh, pan out this year. I also had two. I mean, the Kevin O'Connell piece is fascinating to me, Kelly, and, and this whole Minnesota thing where you obviously you have Kirk Cousins, who's usually put up good numbers to begin yeah. with, but now you bring in this absolute guru, new wave genius on the offensive side of the ball. You would think there's got to be some correlation. Yeah, no, solo I, home run for someone on the Rockies. So it how is, dare uh, you not know the name of the person who just Elias Diaz. Oh, okay. Home run number five. So is it time Home for you to get in on the do- Dodgers? Plus, uh, they're down three runs now. Plus one ninety five. Yeah, I don't know, man. Kershaw might Kershaw might give up Kershaw a few more here. Horrible. Yeah. Kershaw well, had not might just given, be wait for him to get out of the game. I, right? I saw the, some of the folks that, that talking earlier today. Kershaw had not given up a run in the first inning all season in any of his, I believe, ten starts. That ended today. That uh, that is no longer the case. That is no longer. That is no longer the case. The case. A lot of yes run first innings <laughs> cashing tonight. We still have some Wimbledon to discuss. We'll give out our plays for the card tomorrow. It was a very interesting day today across the pond of the All England Lawn and Tennis Club. A number of big names gone for differing reasons. We'll discuss, we'll talk at Stefano Sitsipas and what we believe to be, if we're looking at numbers there on stage of elimination, we'll talk about that for Sitsipas. Break down the odds. That is next as we wrap things up on primetime action. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back for the final time on Primetime Action. The nightcap coming up right after us. Tim Murray, Sean King from our Circus Sportsbook studio in downtown Las Vegas. We're here south edge, tip of the strip in Las Vegas, South Point studio with Matt Brown, Kelly Midland behind the glass. I'm Ben Wilson. What a day it was at, at Wimbledon. And it was, uh, for those of us with the Serena tickets, I know you had the 100 to 1, became very obvious very early that the, just the, 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 the yeah. endurance was not going to be there. Level of play not very good. Uh, even still, uh, to not get through, she was serving for the match, was a minus 3,500 live favorite, serving and, for the match in the third set, and could not win, loses 7 6 to Harmony Tan. Well, not on that. Um, 4 0 in goes, the goes in the, Yeah, goes into the, the 10, set, 10 point tiebreaker there at the end, goes up 4 0. Oh. And was Brutal. able to to uh, to blow that as well. And you know, listen, the, the stamina wasn't there. She was not going to make a run after. I mean, like I, it was easy to tell. We were saying like, oh, you know, maybe there's some magic. Maybe she'll be able to do that. You could tell in the very first round match yeah. here that was not going to happen. The stamina was gone. She was she was huffing and puffing in in the first set. You know, so it wasn't it wasn't going to happen. We took a flyer on it mainly because uh, hey, look, it's the greatest of all time. Coming back, Correct. we thought maybe there was uh, maybe a little magic left there. That was not the case at all. So, you know, look, I mean, as we look into tomorrow, I haven't had a chance to really, really break down the card, but I will say this. I don't, I know you have a couple of plays here, but this, this Casper Rude Nugo Umber um, yeah. match, I kind of like Umber here. I know he's been terrible so far this year, but listen, Rude's a clay guy, clay court guy. He's gotten better on hard court, but Certainly, grass would by far be his worst, his worst surface. And one of the things, if you watch, like what they do with Casper Root as well, is like he actually has a legit. It's not that is it's it's not that like oh he's his backhand is worse than his forehand. Like he actually has like a legit bad backhand. Like he actually has yeah. a like a bad backhand for a for a pro, especially for a pro that's had as much success as Casper Root has. Um, and then you look at Umber, who's like a He's a lefty as well, right? So his forehand, he could hit cross court to this backhand of Casper Rude just over and over and over and over and over again. Um, the number's not quite as juicy as I would want it to be, considering no. how bad Umber has been. Like a lot of people, which, yeah. which speaks to how you know about what people think about Rude on grass, right? Because I mean, like we're talking about the guy who's like, what's he six or seven in the world right now or something? Yeah, I mean, like, he's the three seed yeah, in this yeah. event, and he's only you know, opens a dollar thirty-five favorite. <laughs> Against Ugo Umber, who's two and five on grass entering yeah. Wimbledon in this tournament, uh, now minus a dollar forty-five plus one twenty-five mm. most spots. I'm with you. That might that might be an overplay as yeah. I look at it because both of these guys have been dismal on return. 
yeah. turn of serve on grass, and we've already we've kind of we've we've been beating a dead yeah. horse here. How fast these conditions have been playing. Both guys will, and you would imagine, especially with the lefty Umber, really tough server at, at a place like Wimbledon. A lot of the things we talked about this with Alcaraz last night. A lot of the things that Rude does really well, they get negated on the grass. So that is, I've not played that. That is one of the first matches to go off tomorrow. Uh, as far as where we're at futures wise, so we saw Nadal struggle pretty mightily today. He is still the second favorite after uh, Matteo Berrettini, who I thought had a great chance to come out of that third quarter. He withdraws due to COVID. That's the second player to do that. Marin Cilic was already out. Stefano Tsitsipas was down a break early in his match, came back, ends up winning in straights. And so we, we had the Tsitsipas, uh, you know, the, the, our, at least our odds here on elimination position. I mean, this... And we saw Nick Kyrgios have a wild day. Wins in five sets today. He would be in line to play Sitsipas in the third round if they get there. There's a part of me that thinks it's like that, that Kyrgios could certainly make a run if he wants to, but that is always the question. And he, like he, he was yelling at a, or he, he basically was alleged that a ball, a person in the stands spit at him today. Like yeah. it was, it was another crazy vintage Kyrgios match. It's, it's one of these, it's like if you, if I could have one wish, it would just be, I would like to see this guy play one tournament with a level head and just see what could possibly happen yeah. because the skill is absolutely insane it's absolutely absurd what he could do if he could put his mind to it but he can't do it and I, that's the reason why it's hard for me I, I can't back it like I mean I can't back I it. in a in a tournament where we're looking at this and if you weren't at the, with us at the top of the show we were talking about Nadal and Nadal it was a grind today for him to get mm -hmm. past and this is we're talking about his first match of the tournament right I mean like that just it didn't feel like and it didn't look like to me more than anything it didn't look like to me that Nadal had really what it take what it takes to get through a two-week tournament here on on this surface and so I'm never betting him at plus 450 what we're sitting at right now. It's it's obviously Djokovic's tournament to lose at this point. All these either players that couldn't play or withdraws or whatever, you know, um, it, it's it, the odds are rightfully on him and, and rightfully in his favor. That said, I mean, at this point, Ben, I mean, if I'm if I'm playing anything, I think I'm maybe looking at like a a mild chaos scenario and then you know, something with some upside, right? Like just a an, an upside, like Shapovalov or something, right? Like you know, a, a guy like that that just has the has the game has just never been able to really put it all together. Certainly not for a two week stretch, but like, hey, with as weak as this field has turned out to be at this point. Mm -hmm. Is this kind of like the, the the perfect kind of storm for him to actually make some noise? Especially or that that quarter, the highest seeded guys left. It's Diego Schwartzman, yeah. who's a, a five seven yeah. clay quarter, does not figure to have much upside in in that quarter. And that's the quarter where Berrettini was in. Mm -hmm. Would have been he was the favorite beforehand. Batista Agu, who is uh, that guy, you have to be so patient playing yeah. against him. But he is just a really solid all around player. He's uh, more of a finesse guy great endurance type type guy, but he's not someone who's going to overpower you. So yeah, to me, this kind of, kind of comes down to like, what, what do you get out of Kyrgios? What do you get out of yeah. Shapovalov? I, we, and we saw Sitsipas, uh, Sitsipas did end up losing the third set today, so he won in four. I just don't, Sitsipas, he's got he's to prove it to me, especially and, on this service. To and actually if, and if that deep. number is just, I can't, no way. Yeah, I just yeah. can't, can't get there. Can't make number. a play, uh, could not advocate for yeah. something on that. So I, I did throw together another little two, Two-player right. parlay after Serena yeah. blew, blew us up today. So I'm looking at Francis Tiafo tomorrow, who gets a, a guy who had to go through qualies in uh, Maximilian Martyrer, who is one in seven all-time at the tour level, mostly a challenger tour player, one in seven all-time on grass before round one of this. Uh, for his career, 95% service plus return points, one on grass, which is not very good. And like Tiafo's a guy who's just built for these best of five formats. Mm -hmm. he, he's always been good in the majors. He's a, a $4 favorite, winning 67% of his service points over the last 52 weeks on grass, 100% combined. He looked really, really sharp uh, early on here in round one. So I will back a Tiafo minus $4 tomorrow, and then Angie Kerber minus $3 who this is this is kind of in line with what I talked about for with uh, Serena and Muguruza today, but her form has been much better. 108% service plus return points won last 52 weeks on grass. Uh, made it made it to the semis last year. Has not had a very impressive season, so that's why I don't think her number is as high as it would be against Magda Lynette, who is was three and three in the grass court season. Uh, Tune-ups this year, totally fine, mediocre, solid player, but. This is the perfect type of matchup where Lynette is a Lynette is a big server, 
Kerber, one of the best returners on grass, though. And so the one thing Lynette does well, and she's not very good in other areas of, of, of her game, only 40% one on return, it just does not bode very well for her chances tomorrow. You know how I like the, the all-around lefties on the women's side yeah. in, in events like this. So yep. that's, those are the two I would put together. You can get those together at minus 150. That'll be my play tomorrow. There's a, there's a, there's a no price Listed at DraftKings on Djokovic. Yes. Yeah. Plus and it's just plus 110. <laughs> Matt, can I get a, a sort of breaking news sounder, please? <laughs> Woj, the Knicks are trading center Nerlens Noel and guard Alec Burks to the Pistons. The Knicks will unload $19 million more in salary, clearing the way for cap space to try to sign free agent guard Jalen Brunson. Trade puts New York at a projected $30 million in cap space. Uh, Nick's also throwing in two future second-round picks to incentivize the deal. Uh, okay. P- hey, Pistons uh, adding okay. pieces. Our Pistons adding pieces. Hey, hey listen, our Pistons are going to We told pistons. Gil a couple years. Just our a pistons, couple years. We might be ahead of schedule. <laughs> we might be ahead of schedule. You're right. We might be ahead of schedule when this is all set. Might be fighting it for a play in this year. Yeah, seriously. Your uh, Pistons. All, that's and uh, the first of many uh, you know, dominoes to fall here uh, in, <laughs> in, uh, in, in free agency. And one of the things we didn't really go over because we were, you know, just talking about how weak the field is whenever we were talking to John Hausbauer earlier, um, just, just to kind of give you an idea, Adam Hadwin 10 to 1, Webb Simpson 12 to 1, Christian Basudenhout 20, Fade Denny notes. McCarthy, who, by the way, you could get Denny McCarthy two weeks ago at like 350 to 1 to win a tournament. Mm-hmm. Denny McCarthy's 22 to 1 to win this tournament. Charles Howell, 22 to 1. So you get the picture, right? As far as the the strength of this field, I mean, you would, Jeez. to get down to, we're talking like to get to a 50 to 1, you have to, we're talking CT Pan and Cameron Champ and Doug Gim and all that, like to, to, to get to 50 to 1. Like these are all 150 to 1 guys, like in any other. I'm like country. excited to bet this this week and not excited at all at the same time. I'm you know serious. What I, mean? I might just bet like eight 75 to 1 or longer guys. Me too. Like just someone that. Weirdly comes up to the top. There's of the model not going to be not going to be many matchup or finishing. No, 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 no. no I might not play yeah. any. Actually, I might not play yeah. any either. Jason Duffner's in this event. He is four hundred to one. The Duff man. He's back. I don't know. I have no idea what Jason Duffner's current <laughs> form is in golf. Just, and just happy to be playing he's in a PGA Tour to, event. He's happy to be out there. I'll also be interested to see tomorrow on the tennis side the uh, what is it the. Alcaraz Greeks poor match. That is fascinating for tomorrow. We'll see what ends up happening in that one. All right, tomorrow, Jeff Parles, Matt Brown on the desk. We say so long for Kelly Bidlin and Matt Brown. I'm Ben Wilson. Good night from Primetime Action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare the wait is almost over get ready for the 2024 nfl season as the full schedule is announced every rival every rematch Every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.